We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, events. Are you ready for rapid fire? It's already time. It is. It Woo! Is. Let's go. We're almost an hour already. I guess not I, an hour. We were a little bit delayed getting started. Oh, Forty-five minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah, not bad at all. So, Tobias Merriweather. We got some receiver questions. Tobias Merriweather mm-hmm. had the forty-five-yard catch Saturday. His only catch of the game Saturday. He had. He now has three catches for fifty yards this season. I asked Marcus Freeman today about how the ball is being distributed amongst his wide receivers. Like, do you need a number one guy? Are you happy with the ball? Just, uh, you know, basically the open guy gets the ball. Here's what Marcus Freeman said. I I love what we're doing, the ability to spread the ball out. You know, uh, last year you you look at almost the Michael Mayer effect, right? It was a Michael Mayer single coverage, you're going to Michael Mayer. I think the ability for us to, to really go through a progression, you know, it, it, it really puts the defense at a disadvantage because you can't just double cover one guy. And, and that's the great thing about the weapons we have at tight end, at wide receiver, in the back, that we're using our backs too in the fast game. That we're able to go through a progression and, and not just say this is the go-to guy. Um, and, and I think that's a reflection of how you see the ball being spread around. And so uh, you're, you're going to be the guy when the ball comes your way. But you always have to anticipate the balls coming your way. And I think that's the beautiful part about how we're playing offensively right now is that everybody, in any, uh, anybody on any play has a chance to get the ball thrown their way. Anybody has a chance to get the ball thrown their way on any given play. So, Vince, are you happy with where the receivers are, the way the ball is being distributed, as well as Tobias Merriweather, where, where he is right now? I would love for Tobias Merriweather to be more productive. I'm not going to lie. I would, I would love it. Uh-huh. And I, I said something about, uh, you know, Notre Dame having a bunch of number two receivers and it doesn't, they don't need a number one with the way things are going at the moment. You know, Sam Hartman's going to find the open man. The open man's going to make a play. And I got, I got a look from Brian when I said that. And I get, I understand what he's saying. I, I totally understand where he's coming from. I would love for someone to step up and be a number one guy, right? But 
And they're, and they're going to need plays out of the wide receivers against the big three. They're going to need plays from the wide receiving core. There's no doubt about it. It's just a matter of, is there, is it going to be the same guy every time? Is it going to be a different guy every time? I, I personally, when it comes to wide receiver, I personally like depth. Then, then, you know, the question from Anthony is, is would you prefer one elite receiver or five or six good receivers? No, I'd like five or six great receivers and not an elite receiver. I don't want a bunch of good guys. I want a bunch of great guys. They're going to make each other better and are going to give defensive coordinators fits. That's what I want. And again, I would love Tobias to step up and be a dude. I would love that. I would love Thomas to step up and be the dude, right? But right now, they haven't needed that yet. We're not at a place where this team has needed that from the wide receivers. They're going to be eventually. In about a week and a half, they sure are. And somebody's going to have to step up. So you think they really need like like that one go-to guy? Uh, you know, I think one okay. guy is going to have to end up being a go-to guy in the big games. I don't know that they need one all season. See, I just, I don't think so. Like, I, I, I still go back to that New England Patriots model, especially early on. You know, not necessarily late New England Patriots when they had Edelman and and Gronk and those because those guys were obviously the guys that were getting the majority of the balls. But like David Givens. Help the new, you know, remember David Givens, early mm-hmm. 2000s, Notre Dame receiver? He helped the Patriots win a Super Bowl, like back That's in true. those Troy Brown days, when week to week, who was going to get the ball was just dependent on who was open and what the game plan looked like. And that's like, I think it's a positive thing that the way this thing is starting to evolve, like now you do have the tight ends involved and the more the tight ends are involved the more that's just going to present more opportunities for these other receivers as the games roll on look how wide open chris tyree was on that play where where he had his big catch 40 plus yards like i guess meriwether's was was 45 yards and chris tyree's was what it was longer than that it was 65 yards so yeah, yeah like but like look how wide open he was on that play it's because as Marcus Freeman said, you can only cover so many guys when you've got and this many so guys long. who could, yeah. yeah, and for so long when you've got this many guys who can be wep- weapons. So I think everyone would like to see Tobias Merriweather be a bigger role, but like I envisioned more than one or two catches a game for Tobias Merriweather, but I also envisioned something like what we saw against North Carolina State Saturday, where like when he does get his hands on the ball, it's a 20 to 30 or 40 yard catch because he's making plays downfield because that's what he can do. So like, I would definitely like to see him be more involved going forward, but I'm not going to get caught up in where the balls are going. As long as guys are still making catches and Sam Hartman's, you know, making clean throws and not turning the ball over. I, I think facilitate inform says it great because the wide receivers always make those plays when needed so far and they have it, it, they have made those plays so far this year anytime a play needed to be made the wide receivers have made the play right and so as long as that keeps happening i'm cool with it i really am i i don't necessarily care if they have a number one guy as long as the cast of characters is still getting the job done how about that right yeah. Yeah. 
it can be a committee approach as long as the yeah. committee is getting it done. And so far right. they are, you know, like, like Jaden Greathouse is still having a really nice freshman season, even though he's not making catches in bunches right. in volume, he's still making key catches. And that was like, like give it to Tobias because you know, there was, it was not like he was wide open on that play. Right. He had to go like little skinny post and he turned it into something long. He used yeah. his ability, made the catch, and, you know, like he had that drop on the very first target of the season. But when the sure. balls have come his way, they haven't come his way as, as much as probably he would still like and as, as much oh, as sure. other people would like. But when the balls are coming his way, he's he's making the catches now. And he's also he is contributing as a blocker as well. So I'm not going to sweat whether or not it's Tobias Merriweather as long as who it is, as yeah. long as everybody's doing the job. I, I think yep. it's great. I think it's only going to benefit everyone over the course of the season. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're looking for last-minute tickets to this weekend's big matchup between Notre Dame and NC State, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. Fill in the blank. The pass breakup Xavier Watts had against NC State was blank. One of the most athletic plays I've ever seen from a, a, a safety. Um, you know, we've we've seen 
we've seen fast with like you know we we've seen that kind of uh movement in the back there but to go up and over and still get your arm in there to break it up without interfering that's inc- that, that's an incredible athlete making a play right there it was like matrix stuff like matrix yeah. level <laughs> it's like, amazing where I, did because like the way they were talking about it like you saw the play live in your and I think the camera angle was like you see him kind of coming from behind, right? And then they're talking about it and they're like, "How is this not pass interference?" And then they show it and literally, it's like Matrix. He's just coming over the top and he swats it. Away. It was one of the most athletic plays. And then didn't he do kind of like sheath the sheath the the you know the sword kind of thing? I, yeah, <laughs> I got yelled at for that. I was told it was the seat belt. He was putting on a seat belt. I'm like, who seat puts belt. on a seat belt with two hands? Like I. Who does that? I am very safety conscious. I like, am your once. <laughs> yeah, that seemed weird. I, they claim it, it's it's a it's a celebration that's been done by a bunch. I don't know. That, Kids that buckle up at home. <laughs> yeah, that, that seemed weird to me. But I'm actually looking back on it with the way the refs called the game. I'm actually surprised that they didn't call that pass mm-hmm. interference because live it looked like it. But the replay clearly shows that it wasn't. And so we are allowed to be excited about that now because it wasn't the 11th penalty on Notre Dame. A couple of super chats I want to get to here. One from Matt2011GT. It is so nice to be complaining about having a committee at running back and receiver. Thanks for the show. You're welcome for the show, but and thanks for the super chat. But you're right. Like, it is... Like, think of where this program was just a year ago with the receivers and really two years ago with the running backs. And now now the conversation is who's going to catch the balls? Who's going to get the reps? You know, it's yeah, it's a lot it's different. It's uh, first world problems, that's for sure. Yep. Yep. Joseph, jumping ahead. Is the Notre Dame defensive line ready for Ohio State? I believe their secondary is ready. Yeah, I think the defensive line is playing great right now. I think uh, Howard Cross played like an absolute man. I think Riley Mills was getting his turns in the backfield. Uh, I think that uh, Jean-Baptiste played really, really well. I thought Nana had had his shining moments as well. I think, you know, Josh Burnham is going to play well in that game. Yeah, I think the defensive line is going to be just fine. It's how they mix in with the linebackers and all that. I, I'm not a huge fan of Ohio state's offensive line to be perfectly honest with you. And I think the defensive line is going to absolutely hold their own in that game. I'm not worried about the defensive line at all. Yeah. I think it's probably the other side where the conversation is going to be had. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Andrew wants to know, can we get Tyree a jet sweep or a screen? Oh, Andrew, give it some time, okay? We don't want to show everybody everything that Chris Tyree can do, all right? I I think eventually they will get to that. I do. I think they will get to that. We've seen him in motion. We've seen him do a couple of things of that that ilk. And uh, I think we can all safely say that the playbook has not been completely emptied as of September 11th. I think September 23rd, you're going to see some wrinkles. So just be waiting for it. Just wait. G-Baby, is Clemson still considered the big three, or is it Duke now? Uh, No, Uh, it is not Duke now. 
it is uh, still Clemson, and it's going to still be Clemson for a little while because, look, Duke's a good team, but I'm sorry. Yes, they beat them. I get that, but they have not replaced Clemson as a big three. I, I, okay. There's still let's two months it, to go. A lot yeah, of things let, can, can change. Let's put it this way. Are you more nervous about going into Duke and playing in that environment or going into Clemson and playing in that environment? If we're going to talk about environments like with wow. NC state, are we going to have to hear about the Duke environment? In, like in there a is no weeks? Duke environment. This is not, <laughs> this is not Cameron indoor, right? They're not playing the football game with all the, the, the wood paneling around it. Like that's, that's it's I'm sorry. There is no, that doesn't exist. Okay. So Clemson is still ahead of Duke for me. Sorry. David says if Kaiser slides over to JD's position, should the staff decide to sit JD who takes Jack's position? Well, it's been Harper because they haven't, they've been pretty much running all nickel. So that's, that's kind of been the issue. Which is why you really haven't seen that much of Jack Kaiser to begin with. And Maris Leifau was, you know, he played a really good game Saturday as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do. No doubt. And it would just be, they would play more nickel. I mean, that would be mm-hmm. what would happen. And and Harper would essentially be getting that. Fill in the blank. It's blank that Lee Corso said on college game day Saturday that Sam Hartman will be a Heisman Trophy finalist. Wow. He said something like relatively credible. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I, I'm shocked by the the fact that that was actually uttered uh on that set to be honest with you so it's shocking to me that lee corso said that on college game day sam hartman will be a heisman finalist because it feels like notre dame and sam hartman and anybody else that wears a golden helmet has been completely forgotten about uh on the national stage even though they're ranked the number nine team in the country well i mean they did play Tennessee State two weeks ago, so it was I kind of it. hard to find anything real for them to talk about this week, other than I, I understand. Give them, give them credit that they even talked about Notre Dame and Corso brought up Sam Hartman as a Heisman finalist. There's been plenty of teams that have been playing cupcakes so far in this game or in this season, and they're still getting talked about. So, just saying. Oh my God, Vince! Come on, come on! <laughs> I'm just saying. Who? Uh, name some top ten teams. Okay. I mean, so you can't give can, me an example. You're just we gonna, can go over it. I suppose it's going to go bias right away. How about Ohio State? Who's who's anybody talking about with Ohio State? If anything, people were talking oh about God. how unspectacular Ohio State has looked. Oh, we've been getting inundated with Ohio State nonsense because of their wide receiver and core and all this other crap. Yeah, they got really good wide receivers. You should be talking about them. But, I mean, that was just the first one off the top of my head. I'm going through, you know, how about Michigan? They talk about Michigan all the time. I'm I'm seeing that J.J. McCarthy is a friggin' Heisman Trophy candidate, and he's basically playing against a bunch of JV teams. And and he's wearing a shirt that says, free my head coach. (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on, give me a break. Yeah. I was – I was surprised, not surprised. We got the Sam Hartman wears a necklace with his rib on it in the pregame Saturday. Like, you knew that was going to happen the first time ESPN got a game. But to the Lee Corso thing, I I I was a little bit shocked to hear him come out like this early and start talking about Hartman 
as a Heisman finalist, but look at where he is right now. It's it it's it starts with next week, though, really is is what it does it starts with ohio state it's going to be in prime time they're going to be a lot of eyeballs watching that game if sam hartman comes out of that game with you know even even well i'm not going to go there if sam hartman comes out of that game he's in in good shape he's going to vault himself right into the middle of that conversation like right now right now i'd put shadur sanders in front of the pack i don't i don't know that I don't know that Vegas still has him at the top of the pack. They've got Caleb Williams, I think, still there at the top of the heat. But Shadur Sanders has definitely vaulted himself. And if Shadur Sanders can get into that conversation, the quarterback at Notre Dame is going to be in that conversation if things keep going the way they're going right now. I mean, he's been the most dynamic player in college football. And I I still find it ridiculous that Caleb Williams is still the favorite in Vegas. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He's never going to win it a second time. They that'll never happen. But they're still saying that he's the favorite to win it. Like it makes no sense to me. Yeah, I agree. Former Notre Dame and current Pittsburgh Panther quarterback Phil Jerkovic said oh. this about Pitt fans booing his team in Saturday's loss to Cincinnati. Now I'm going to clean this up a little bit. "Quote: I think if you're a grown bleep man." Booing in the stadium, it's pathetic, but we have to play better, end quote. So what do you think, Vince? I think that you left out some really good parts of what he was saying uh, in that particular press conference, that's for sure. Oh, did uh, I miss some other stuff? I oh, mean, he talked about that... how he loves going on the road, and he he would rather play on the road than in front of the Pittsburgh fans and all this other – he really wow. dug himself a giant hole, like – he, really ingratiating yourself yeah, to the home crowd there. He may be one of the back. most – he may be – and this goes back years with him. He may be one of the most tone-deaf individuals I've ever been around when it comes to college football. Like, he just doesn't get it, right? I mean, it's it's hilarious, frankly, and that's why we keep talking about it because he just keeps saying the dumbest stuff. You know, with, with last year yeah. when he was talking about Notre Dame and how – you know, all the stuff about the Irish, the cultural appropriation. Yes, yeah. all of that ridiculousness. And, you know, a little grown man, boo. Uh, that's who's in the stands, dude. Like, who do you think is booing people? Adults. And you've been in college for five or six years. You're an adult, too. You're a grown man, too. So you need to have a little less. Like, he's got the thinnest skin of any quarterback I've ever seen. And again, I realized everyone, you know, wanted to blame his whole situation on the coaching staff here. And that's why he left and whatever else. But man, sometimes you got to look in the mirror, like, you know, like just the quote alone that I just read, leave out the first sentence and say, we have to play better. And that's it. That's it. That's all you got to say. He, you know, he went home after going to Boston. He went home to play for his hometown Pitt Panthers in his final go round. And there's an expectation. They've actually been a better program the last couple of years. I wasn't completely buying all the hype around him and everything else coming into this year, but you know, like, 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You got to look in the mirror, I think. And that's what it's all about. Like John was just saying, you, you shouldn't boo your home team. It's like, look. That's not a rule. You're talking about working class Pittsburgh, man. Like they're buying tickets to go see that yep. garbage. You Pitt, Pitt was a home favorite against Cincinnati in that game and they played awful and he played awful you got to play better and you got to face the yep. music sometimes and it's just at no point in phil jacobic's college career have i seen him actually stand up and accept any real blame in any of this you know like that whole blue yep. gold game that first blue gold game here at notre dame when he you know he wasn't able to run ooh boo hoo they played touch football and phil jacobic wasn't able he to was run still the complaining ball. And he was he was so he, he he could literally barely talk. He was so upset afterwards because he didn't get to run in a blue gold game because the coaches didn't want him to get tackled. Like, get over right. it. Be a big boy. Put on your big boy pants and play big boy football. That's what it's all about. You're in Pittsburgh. They're not going to forgive anybody. I'm sorry. Right. Exactly. And here's a here's a uh, where is it? OK, here we go. Sunday was worse. Steelers got the boo birds too. Like that's right. It's not just for you, buddy. And against a much better team. Steiny says comparatively. Bears fans were booing before halftime, but that's normal. I mean, <laughs> I, I was just gonna say I'm a Bears fan. I was booing from my couch in the basement at the Bears game that I was attempting to watch yesterday afternoon. Like that was a yeah. pathetic display of of football as well. And so, how how are you supposed to express your displeasure? with what's going on you're a fan you either cheer or you boo boo like i don't and look over it man let's be honest you can say well they're college kids and all that i mean phil jacovic is what he's almost he's just a little bit younger than sam hartman at this much so it's it's not like he's he's young and nil they're out there making money now right like they're making more money than the people who are buying the tickets a lot of them so that's a really it's, good yeah. point in college football I, too. I think I think everybody's fair game at this yep. point. The only I place I anything is like high school and below. Like that's the oh, only yeah. place where I'm not going to boo. Uh, college and up, there. college and up, you're fair game, man. You're fair game. You're playing Power Five, big boy football. Absolutely. Texas knocked off Alabama in Tuscaloosa Saturday night. Vince is Texas back. Oh, not after one game. No, they're not back. (laughs) They played really well. They played one of the best games I've ever seen a Texas team play. Quinn Ewers made the big plays when he needed to. He's out there, you know, he's in the the locker room smoking a cigar afterwards. I mean, he's, he's living the life. Now, that's the big question. 
their heads a little bit too big down there in Texas? Everything's bigger in Texas. Are their heads a little too big at this point? We're going to have to wait and see how the season plays out. But no, they're going to have to play a few more games before I think we all say that they're back because, you know, guess who else uh, beat Alabama last year? Brian Kelly. <laughs> I'm just saying. Talk to me after September 30th, Vince. Do you know what September 30th is? Vince? I don't. Who they play? It's not just the day that Notre Dame goes to Duke to play in that hostile environment. That one of the big three. As Tyler says, the Longhorns have to play the Jayhawks and wait, just wait until the Jayhawks come to town. That's that all it is, is. That is the game that I'm with. And actually, it'll be in Austin this year. So looking forward to that. I'm looking forward, not looking forward. You know, I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a pretty competitive game. I'm really looking forward. They've got Wyoming and Baylor in the meantime. They've got Oklahoma. I mean, you know, I, I agree, completely agree with what you're saying. Okay. You won one game. Yeah, we've good seen for you. We've seen Texas win some games before. Let's see him have a season. I'm not willing Look, to say that they're back quite yet. I mean, it's a massive win, obviously, it's a considering huge where win. the program has been. And like, if you kind of juxtapose, you know, like Alabama's rise started with that win over Texas all those years ago, and you know what, all that different stuff. But hey, it's one win at the end of the it, day. Early it's in the a season. win. It's a win. I'm proud of them. That's great. Here's the deal. Notre Dame and Texas are synonymous with the blank is back, right? We've seen it a hundred times for Notre Dame. We've seen it a hundred times for Texas and it has yet to be true. It has yet to be true for either team. And so until it becomes true for one of these teams, I'm not a believer, not a believer. Rock Chuck Vince. Rock Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have anything to show you. It's got a bunch of junk sitting around. September 30th. As long as, as long as they cover, I'll be <laughs> I'll be fairly happy. That's I fair. Think. Kansas beat them in in Austin a couple of years ago. And that yeah. was when Kansas was still, you know, neither one of them were that, but people were trying to make Texas back at that point. I hope I hope it lives up to it. I hope it's a good game. That's what I'm yeah. hoping for. All right. That is going to do it for tonight. Don't forget, again, Reggie Brooks is going to be with us at the start of tomorrow's show. And he's going to be live as well. It will not be a recorded interview. Reggie's going to be live. Okay. So if you're in the chat live, have a chance to throw some questions Reggie's way. But, again, we're going to talk Notre Dame running backs. We're going to talk the offense, Marcus Freeman, the whole works. I'm I'm really One thing you can count Reggie for is he's dialed into this team. He's all he is always dialed into the current team. When, mm-hmm. You know, in the old show that we I used to do over at WSB2, we used to talk to all the old players. And it was amazing how many of those players had no clue what was going on at Notre Dame <laughs> in the present day. <laughs> Reggie knows what's going on in the present Reggie day. Reggie keeps up. Yes, he He's does. He's still hosting post-game show. Reggie and I used to host the post-game show together for a few years after uh Jack uh moved on. Jack Nolan moved on to other things. Reggie and I did that show together for a while. We always had a good time. Sometimes late into the midnight, yes. in, in into the wee hours of the night great after those stories. night games. That's There's right. Great so, stories in there. We'll be back tomorrow with Reg. Jess will be back as well with some of the best things that he saw in Saturday's win over North Carolina State. And of course, rapid fire as well. 
Gee, baby. Say, I'm glad we've got this groundswell of, uh, of, of Kansas Jayhawk support. They did. They took care of Illinois Friday night. And that was actually kind of fun, not having anything Friday night. Oh, yeah. Kansas, Illinois, even though as we've talked about, we'd rather just see high school football and not college. But we had some uh, Kansas versus Illinois. So that was fun, even though I didn't really care for the black you know, uniforms. I don't yeah, know if you saw any of that. I, I did. I, I don't, I still don't understand the black, but whatever. They loved them. They loved them. Yeah. Okay. TD4ND. Yes. We will have some whiteboard tomorrow. Jess will bring the whiteboard after <laughs> Reggie Brooks. So it'll go Reggie, whiteboard, rapid fire. That's on tomorrow's show. It's going to be fun. Mic drop. All right, hit the like button on your way out. And, of course, the friendly always reminder to subscribe, rate, and review on your podcast platforms. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. I've been Asian Sports Talk. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.